Hey everyone, welcome to this week's 5-Minute Thought. Have any of you ever seen a food commercial and it caused you to desire the food that was being advertised? Oh man, I think most of us can probably say we've been pretty susceptible to those types of messages. I was searching for something online today and as I was scrolling, I passed a video about Five Guys Burgers and Fries. The headline said, Why Five Guys Always Gives You So Many Extra Fries. It piqued my curiosity that I began watching it, and I began to learn all about their process of picking potatoes, double frying them, and giving customers an extra scoop of fries in the bag on top of each order. Guess what I wanted by the end of the video? It wasn't a nice salad. It wasn't even a burger. I wanted fries. It made me hungry for fries. Jesus performed a lot of different miracles, and in the book of John, chapter 6, there's actually two miracles that Jesus performs. The first one, there's a crowd of about 5,000 people who are following Jesus. He sees the people. He recognizes the time of day. He, he understands that they're hungry, and he poses this question to his disciples. Where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? Well, the disciples hearing Jesus are a bit confused. I, they don't have that kind of money to provide for 5,000 people. Finally, Peter speaks up and says, well, there's a boy here with five barley loaves and two small fish. Jesus tells his disciples to have the people sit down. He blesses the food and he begins distributing it. Well, you remember what happens, right? Everyone gets so full on all the food and they end up having 12 basketfuls of leftovers. The second miracle was Jesus walking on water that night. But I want to focus in on what happens the next day. It's on the other side of the sea. Because of Jesus' miracles, people began searching for him and realized he must have crossed the sea. They finally find him and they begin to ask some questions of him. But Jesus recognizes that they're not after him. They're after what he can do. See, they're hungry again. They'd gotten their fill the night before, but this is a new day. They want some more food. Jesus then makes this statement in John 6:35, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Jesus isn't speaking about physical hunger or thirst here. Obviously, God does care about that. He did feed them food because they were hungry physically. Even earlier in his ministry, he told his disciples that they needed to pray for their daily bread. So God does care about our physical nourishment. But back in verse 27, he says, Do not work for the food that perishes, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. For on him God the Father has set his seal. In the book of Psalm, chapter 34, verse 8, we read, O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. If this isn't a physical food that these verses are talking about, how do we taste and see? How do we receive the food that Jesus is talking about that allows us to never hunger or thirst again? Well, just to contrast this a little bit, we read in the second chapter of the book of Ecclesiastes about Solomon. He was able to feast on anything he wanted physically. Yet at the end of all this physical indulgence, he's left empty. He declares that it was all vanity. 
You see, humanity was created to feast on more than just physical food. We were created to rely on God for both our spiritual and physical nourishment, even at the very beginning in Genesis. Adam and Eve were given an entire garden to enjoy, tons of plants and food, and yet God came and walked with them in the cool of the day, giving them more than just physical food. Our physical food is pretty, pretty easy to obtain today. Quite often it just involves a trip to the grocery store or maybe the local fast food joint. Maybe you want some French fries now. But to be completely satisfied, we must be feasting on a different kind of food. We receive spiritual nourishment through our faith in Jesus Christ and are abiding in him on a daily basis. Jesus replied to one of Satan's temptations by quoting Deuteronomy 8.3. He said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. You see, we get our spiritual food from God's words. First, those words come through his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus came as the word incarnate. John 1.1 1, 1 tells us, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Second, we're fed spiritually through reading the Bible and applying it to our lives. In 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, we read, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correcting, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Third, we're fed spiritually through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is filling us guiding us into truth, funneling God's love into our lives, and developing fruit in our lives, and also interceding for us. Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. There are many who try to fill their spiritual hunger with all sorts of things like Solomon did. The reality is, though, the only way to replenish your spiritual tank is to crave and consume the spiritual food that only God can provide. While our bodies tell us when we're physically hungry, often we neglect to fill our spiritual stomachs with the nourishment it so desperately needs. The desire for fries is going to pass, but seek to listen to your spiritual hunger and allow it to drive you to the spiritual food you need to consume, food from Jesus. Food from God's Word, the Bible, and food from the Holy Spirit. These each fill our lives with the truth, love, hope, mercy, and grace of God. This spiritual food creates and builds our faith. It sanctifies us, and it causes us to continually crave the sustenance that only God can give. That's my five-minute thought for this week. I hope you're having a great week. God bless.